Happy Money Monday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect Podcast. I am your host, Chris Ross. About four to six weeks ago, I had an opportunity to sit down with Mr. George Bryant. And before I start sharing with you a multitude of reasons on why we wanted to have this great mind come on our show and bless our audience with some of his accolades and some of his struggles and some of his many successes that he's had in his life and business and in a lot of different types of industries, to be honest with you. And I'll touch back on that here in a second. It's important for me to mention, especially during this time, bizarre time that we're having experienced in the world, that people are going through a lot of challenges and perhaps it's better to change the narrative to view as an opportunity to first accept and learn to grow from these challenges. You'll quickly learn in this show why this episode hit home for myself in general. Sometimes in life, your driving forces don't come from the greatest memories of your life. And for some of you, that might be really hard to deal with. But George has a very simple formula that he lives by. And for us being men, we're taught at a very young age that it's not appropriate to be vulnerable, but having the courage to overcome something like that and focusing on the four A's, awareness, acceptance, action, and accountability you will be able to propel yourself forward to be at peace. Even after all the traumatic experiences George has been through, he's able to find peace each and every day, but it takes work, hard work each and every day because the healing process is a healing process. You don't just magically become healed. No, you are in a healing process to the day you die. George is a father, husband, amazing friend, United States Marine veteran, best-selling author, multiple seven-figure earner in several different industries. And those are the reasons we invited him to be on our show. But we got something else special when we were recording this episode for our listeners. And if you've been around the show long enough, you probably have heard me say that we live in a cause and effect world. There's no luck involved. Over seven months ago, I've been going through something personally myself, vulnerable moment I'm going to share with everyone, that I've had to go back in, put in the work, have a lot of courage, and do something I've never done before and realign myself. And not just for all the other people that are involved in my life and all the businesses and the family and not because of all those things. I have to do it for selfish reasons, for myself. And for me to become the best version of myself, it took me to take that first step. And what George mentions in this episode is being aware, accepting, taking massive action, and holding myself accountable even when I didn't want to. There's a mathematical formula to this that I try to break down to a really simplistic level. So what we pay attention to and then give intention creates the coincidences in our lives. And coinciding is a mathematical term to me. And it's not an, an accident that we were blessed to have this conversation. So without any more delay, let's go ahead and bring this gentleman on. And I really hope that this episode is going to be received well with our audience because it made such a huge impact on my life at the right time. Before I bring on today's guest, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss the fire content we're bringing you every week. If you're listening from your favorite podcast platform, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review letting us know how you're enjoying the show. And as always, follow us on Instagram at The Win Win Effect to stay updated on upcoming shows and get exclusive behind the scenes footage. And lastly, fill out the feedback form and letting us know how you enjoyed our guest today and which guests you would like to see in the future. Now, without further ado, let's get back to the show. Hey, 
George, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm excited to get a little rowdy on a Saturday morning here. Right. Definitely dial up the decimal levels for sure. I mean, before we even started pre-recording this and going into uh, some of the things that are going on in the world today and, and some of the, the frequencies and, you know, emotional intelligence piece, you know, the mentalities. I mean, there's, it's going to be a, this is going to be a fire episode already. I know that, you know, there's definitely a lot of synergy there between, you know, the three of us collectively and also with Joe um, here, because obviously the Hustle and Flowchart podcast you've been on and you know them personally and being digital marketers. So much that we can cover kind of going, starting off, I guess that maybe we should kind of dial it up slowly and kind of like kind of that way that way we don't like scare the listeners off too much but for the listeners out there george you know this guy is legit he's done so much in his life and i mean yeah you might look at him right now and say hey this guy's a kid nah (laughs) he's his life experiences have really put himself in the position of him winning every single day so george i really appreciate you coming on man i really do yeah, I'm stoked. I, I say it's all the collagen I take that makes me look this good because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really like 57, but just in a 37 year old body right now. But yeah, like, like who knew? Like no, yeah. you can't even guess. I mean, for the most part, I mean, if I had to introduce yourself to someone you didn't know, I guess what where where would you start? Yeah, I say, and I make it really, really easy. I steal this from my buddy Clay Haber. I'm like, I help entrepreneurs ethically scale their businesses, but really. Right. I try to teach people that relationships beat algorithms. I trademarked that whole thing. And I've had oh, like quite, quite a serious life of, uh, you know, adversity and resistance that I wouldn't trade yes. for the world. And uh, I feel like I've done everything, worn every hat to get to this point in my life. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I started, I started pretty young, uh, struggling. I grew up with sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, and uh, was pretty much homeless most of my childhood, bullied. My front teeth were knocking out three times. My nose was broken twice. Right. Social services, emancipation, like you name it, it was there. Jeez, and so man. I did what any smart kid would do. I'd joined the Marine Corps to run away as fast as possible, right? right? But I was too fat, had to forge a signature, but I knew that if I stayed, I'd die. So, you know, I went into the Marine Corps and I was like, yeah, let's take some, some trauma and stack on some more trauma and let's create a healthy man out of that one. But it was an amazing stepping stone for me. Did three combat deployments, Mm -hmm. Somalia, Afghanistan, Iraq. Uh, I almost lost my legs in 2004, but uh, made a recovery, overcame addiction and bulimia and processed all this out. And then after 12 years in the military, they said, Hey, it's been fun, but after your traumatic brain injury, seven course, yeah, that's the process. Your legs, hey, it's been fun. Like, here's your high five, slap on the ass, have a nice life, no benefits. And I was yeah. like, Okay, cool. And so, um, I'd lost my dad to cancer at that point. I'd been married and divorced, I'd been through all of this stuff, but I, I had an awakening in Afghanistan after witnessing that much death that I didn't want to do this anymore. Like, I had to make a choice that I either had to stay on this planet or I just had to quit and quit, quit wasn't in me. Like, quite frankly, I'm too chicken shit Mm -hmm. to ever take my own life. Right. Like I talk about it and future cast it, but I would never do it. It's too much. It's too much. You lose. Too much, And it's just, it was the thoughts and the fear. So I said, what am I going to do? So I started teaching myself how to cook. And I was like, I'm going to beat this. Like I'm going to beat bulimia. I'm going to take care of my health. I'm going to do this, but I didn't really know what I was doing and I needed accountability. So I started documenting it on the internet in like 2009 on like a Facebook page. And well, Three years later, I'm a food blogger full-time, became a 22-week New York Times bestseller, launched a number one app in the world, got featured by Apple's The Best Health App yep. of 2015. All self-taught, though, because I was just trying to survive, right? I'd poured everything I could into this. I learned affiliate marketing, email marketing, digital marketing, how to cook, photography, 
And in that process, I, I discovered a lot about myself and made a lot of progress, built millions of followers, but I was a living fraud, right? Like I was yep. posting recipes. I was just about to ask you, I was about to ask you that. Yep. As I was Guaranteed. sticking my finger down my throat when nobody was looking and trying to live a life where I was addicted to the dopamine and validation on social media and not the people that were closest to me in my life. Right. And so luckily I have a wife who's the brightest light in the world. Also my therapist since she's Beautiful. certified in hypnosis and neurolinguistic programming. And I basically got trained like a dog on how to be the best man possible, yep. which I'm grateful for every day. But as time continued in that business, and it was a multi seven figure business, multiple successes mm -hmm. on the cover, but the more success I had, the more miserable I was. Yeah. And I mean, I was getting ripped to pieces. The dissonance was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I basically hit this critical mass point where something had to shift. And I ended up in the hospital. I ended up in the hospital with depression, PTSD, suicidal. It's fucking serious, man. I mean, and people don't realize that success is just a warm place to hide, bro. That's exactly, yes. That is the best quote it's I've fucking, ever heard. As I'm serious, it's, a, it's just a warm place to fucking hide. Totally. You're giving off the illusion and giving off the perception that, hey, I make great money. And I'm telling you this from yeah. experience. I get to, you know, getting to that multi seven figure, right? And then moving and going into the eight figure mark. Yep. It's scary. It's hard to admit to people when you're struggling with personal things mm -hmm. because you don't want to give off the impression, hey, I'm not as successful as I totally. Well, we, yeah, right. We but, live in a we live in a culture that we we talk about the Instagram life, but let's talk. We perpetuate yeah. the entrepreneur life. Like it's right. wrong to get on a call and be like, oh, I'm struggling. Like we got on this call, I'm like, hey guys, I just lost two businesses. Like this fucking sucks Fuck yes, right it's now. It's fucking yeah. serious. <laughs> like, it's fucking serious. It sucks. Yes. And but I look at it and I'm like, we're probably in the worst place financially we've been in the last ten years. But I'm the mm -hmm. happiest that I've ever been. Right. Because I own it. I'm aware of what's there. I understand the field that's here and all I have to do is pull levers because right. I'm being authentic and truthful. That's that piece though that people don't understand. The reason why you're able to have this success and, and, and you being as happy as you are right now mm -hmm. is that you're, you had the courage and it took a lot of bravery for you to dig in and figure out, okay, what the fuck? I need to figure some things out. Totally. For me realign everything for totally. me to be able to have that beautiful quality of you know, life and fulfillment. Yeah. I, until, and then that's where the vulnerability lies. That's where growth is hidden. Totally, right totally. All that fucking pain. I'm totally. telling you, man, you can learn so, I'm, I, I'm, that, let alone overcoming adversity and know how to channel it and then navigate through the fucking peaks and valleys and shit, fucking game over. I don't give a yeah. shit how much money you really want to accomplish and make in life. It doesn't matter to me. I'm like getting to the point where I'm sitting down with people that made 100 million, 200 million and looking them dead in the face and realizing I'm, they're actually inferior to me. Thousand percent. And I tell, I tell my kids this all the time. I tell my kids this all the time. And I look at them, even my three-year-old, and I'm like, listen, daddy's bank account's never going to be on his headstone. Ever. It's never. Ever. ever. And so I look at this and I'm like, what a gift that I have because I have the gift of awareness and clarity. I accept myself. I know the game that I'm playing. You broke I that fucking pattern. You broke the pattern. You yeah. see what I'm saying? That cycle. Yep. Yep. That's a beautiful thing for people. They don't understand when you come from shit. Like, mm -hmm. I, grew up, I grew up in a happy home. I didn't, luckily I wasn't, you know, I didn't have to go through some of the things that you went through and I, totally. and I feel for you. Right. But that, yeah. that's, a, that's a gift though. That's my it's, point. Well, I feel, I feel for you too, because I might not have made it through your home. But, I might not well, have had the see capacity. What I'm saying? That's beautiful. I'm so happy you said that because a lot of people don't understand the power of understanding, being empathetic enough. Like, I don't know your story. I don't know your situation. I don't know the time where you were probably looking at the mirror and tears were running in your face. Like, I want to quit. I want to die. 
Exactly. Like, you witness death or you go overseas and you're dealing with all this bullshit. Yep. That's what people deal with. Yeah. You got to yeah. literally rewire all that fucking shit in your mind and say, that's, that's where hard work, that's where champions are made. Totally. And so what, what happened? Yeah. What happened? I ended up in the hospital and it was a, it was one of the defining moments of my life, but I didn't get out of the hospital and everything was fixed. Right. I got out of the hospital with a new level of awareness, but I didn't have the tools to shift. No, not yet. That's still the first step hurt. is learning. It, st- it still right. didn't hurt bad enough. So this continued right. for probably 18 months where I went from, you know, generating a profit to losing 40 grand a month. And like, it was causing detention everywhere. My marriage, Whoa. my relationships, right. my employees. And I, I had waited. I sat there and waited for somebody else to fucking fix it for me. I was like, something's going to shift. Like somebody's going to come save me. No one's coming. And and I waited and I waited. And then I went, I went to Costa Rica. I spent seven days in silence and I came back and I was like, nobody can save me, but me. And I can only make decisions based on my wisdom and intuition. I came home. I gave away the company as a Christmas present overnight and against everybody's wishes. My wife didn't want me to do it. My team didn't want me to do it. I knew I knew that I had to write the conclusion of that book and it had to be done. And I literally walked away, changed my phone number, changed my email, deleted social media and disappeared from the world for two years as I went in and started working on me, my family. And kudos to you, man. Congratulations for that because it had to, it could, I don't, I don't even think people understand how hard that can be when you're in a, the, I guess you would say the facade of success. Yeah. Of yeah, taking I, a I second. Mean, that's how, you, that's how you're able to you know, live in the world that you're living in right now is because you made those proper adjustments and you're mm-hmm. aware enough and vulnerable enough to say, okay, fuck it. I, I'm going to take this opportunity to be able to live the life that I really want and I deserve to go through all this bullshit. Totally. But these are gifts, man. Those yes. are gifts and they're handed to you and people look at it and they're like, oh, poor me. But how, okay, let me ask you a question. And yeah. Wes is probably going to fucking die when I ask this question because <laughs> I'm the way I'm going to say it. Say, for instance, you have someone sitting next to you, mm-hmm. okay? And they're all like, poor me, victim mentality shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Does it give you a physical reaction as much as it does for me? It does, but it's loaded with empathy and compassion because okay. I see myself. Oh, okay. That's, that's a, okay. Yeah. So if you're seeing yourself with that and you're loaded with empathy and compassion, do you just try to help them or what do you typically do? Yeah, no, I struggle a, with this. It's such a great question. It's such a great question. So the first thing that I remember, and I've had some pretty wise teachers over the years, right? Like, and just so everybody here, I'm on the other side of this. Well, entering a new level as I repeat this process again, but at a different yes. level of the game. Okay, got it. Right? right. And so one of the wisest things that was ever said to me is that if you can recognize it in another, you still have it in you. Oh, and yeah. so, you know, like when I'm sitting here getting frustrated at the world or I hear somebody being like, God, it's so pissed that this happened and it causes a reaction to me. I'm like, oh shit, I still have an insecurity around that. Mm. That triggered something in me. I tagged it. So I own it. And so if I have somebody that's, that's literally brave enough and willing enough to share that with me, the first thing I do is I have to realize that they're a warrior, right? Like the fact that they're like, even saying it, they have a level yeah. of awareness and I know that that pain and fear and anxiety comes from unexpressed emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And so thinking about the past as depression, thinking about the future as anxiety. And so yep. when somebody's speaking, my theory is that they're creating space to be in the present, right? But yep. it's just, it's sometimes it boils it's up. Like there's so yeah, much in, 
like I, I know this with me. You like, can't suppress it. I mean, it gets to the point you can't suppress it. You can't totally. You can't keep it down. It'll it'll come out in your it your explodes. meetings indirectly. It'll explode. You'll it literally. So so for me, like Chris, if, if you were sitting next to me, right? Because I feel like we're all boys already here. Like I'd I'd be like you'd be sitting here. I'm like, bro, you know what? Like this drives me nuts that you're fucking saying this because I feel the same way and I just don't talk about it. Right. So thank you. Thank you for sharing this with me. And then I would ask questions. And really what it is, is that we're being called to that in that moment, that person's leading us. And in return, our level of ownership or onus is what flips the script and leads them because it's team, right? It's just about getting to the same place, like getting to net neutral or to the same level to step forward together. And that's the journey that we have to take. And so I do, I do have a lot of those conversations and most of them start with, mm-hmm. you don't have to say anything. I know how you feel. This is what comes up for me. This is where it's showing up for me. And like really owning that story is in my opinion, what gives somebody else a permission slip. Right. Like, oh, I see it. And they see it differently. They have a different lens or perspective mm-hmm. on it, which gives them in my opinion, probably the clarity to take a step forward rather than thinking, right? Because really all they need is a pattern interrupt, right? Like when we're up here in our head, like the whole world's against me, blah, blah, blah. It's too crowded. It's too crowded. And I have those moments too. Like my wife will be like, go get in the fucking ice bath. Like she'll literally look at me. You gotta get realigned. You gotta go back to the Two days ago, two days ago, we're we're sitting in the kitchen in our house, right? And like Mm -hmm. she had said something and she saw my face and I was like, and I got emotional. I was like, hey baby, like I don't like, and she's like, this isn't mine. Go handle your shit. And like literally, oh, wow. literally like within two seconds. What's your wife's name? Lindsay. My wife Lindsay. is a goddess. Yeah, Lindsay. And she's like, go handle your shit. And I was like, and then I realized, I was like, no, it's not. Oh, you're right. I'll be right back. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Because I started to be like reactive and jump in. And that's the moment I knew that she was like spot on. So I turned around, I walked outside. I literally walked out my door and I just screamed at the top of my lungs oh, like man. a primal war cry. And I got it out. I think I cried for like 30 seconds. I might have like dry heaved twice. I spit like all of that out. And I was like, all right, let's go back in. We had an amazing night. And so, yeah, I think that's, it's, that's yeah. beautiful. And I'm, can I say something real quick on Please. that? And no, because I don't think people understand this about relationships. Sometimes it's not really the women that would do this, but men, they want to solve the problem quickly. Okay. Um, I like to say that with sales is the most pervasive issue with sales is people try to solve the problem too quickly without understanding the actual problem and diagnosing the problem. But when you're looking at in relationships, like women, they're there to nurture usually typically for the man. That's hard for women. And I wish that, you know, I had an opportunity to understand that fully and how to communicate it to the world, to my, you know, people that I had in my life prior, right. That were in a relationship and they, what they were trying to do is they're trying to understand it and ask questions to see if they can fix it. But for her having the intelligence and her having the courage, and I guess the, it just, I don't know. It's just that she's a beautiful soul, man. Congratulations. That tells you go deal with your shit on your own. Like I wish that somebody would have fucking said that when I was going through what I was going through. So here's, I'm kind of painting a picture, not trying to get too private, but I, I'm, I mean, I, I feel that, you know, it's just a huge opportunity for the listeners to understand this. I hit a certain level of success and like really successful. And I got to the point to where, I lost touch with that communication piece. I couldn't share in my relationship because I got to the seven figures and getting to eight figure marks. You see what I'm saying? And they weren't doing shit with their lives. And I started, they resented me on how hard I was working. And you know what I mean? And then I didn't, wasn't able to communicate because what, what happens when you don't feel appreciated? You shut the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And that's the big issues with a lot of relationships and, and success. Can you shine a line on a little bit more or maybe the experience of, that because i think it's so rare in relationships 
Oh, totally. Well, the first thing to remember, the, 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 the dynamic in relationships is masculine, feminine, right? It's polarity, yes. right? The right. masculine's job is to be the master of time and space. And in that container, the feminine can open <clears throat> their heart. Right. right. So in that moment, what had happened was I was loose. I was leaky with my energy. I wasn't solid. I was taking it personal. I was taking reactive, which forced my wife into her masculine. Yeah. So she was forced to take control of that situation, like get away. Right. And that's not good for her. And so my, my reaction that moment dictates the success of this. Right. So the first thing that I have to remember is that even in any relationship, if anybody, a friendship, a business partnership, a, a, a romantic relationship, if something is said to me and I have any reaction other than just neutral, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. They are a thousand percent right. That's, that's the end of the game, right? Like if there is an ounce of feeling in my body, reactiveness, defensiveness, fear, anxiety, that means it landed. And so yeah. my only thing that I get to do in that moment is to be quiet, go look inside, look in the mirror and start putting in the work, right? Because the, mm -hmm. the name of this game, like I talk about this with Stefano Stefanos, my business partner, who's a, the relational alchemist, but the name of the game for humans is not to fix things or to do things. It's to have awareness. Like you right. win as a human being. And just be adaptable to it. The finish line is awareness because in awareness, you see the field, you know what choices you can make. And so when we choose partners, business partners, friendships, romantic relationships, we normally choose partners that have the inverse of what we have. They're like yep. some, some part of our life that we have the least amount of healing with, right? And with romantic relationships, we normally choose a partner like the parent that we have the most amount of pain with that we mm -hmm. need to heal because we want them to come in to quote unquote, complete us 100%, 100% people mm -hmm. have to come together, do their own work, then choose to create together, not 50-50 yes. or you are a part of me. And so Preach, are, brother. Preach, preach. They are, the, they are the best mirrors that we ever have. So when I sit here and I look at it, I go back to that moment when I went into that kitchen and I saw my wife and I felt like she was being cold. I was being cold. That's why yep. I recognized Boom. it. And instead of me being like, hey, baby, I realize I'm being cold right now. I instead projected it and said, hey, baby, I feel like you're being cold. And she said, go handle your shit. Right. And so like, he's like, motherfucker, you're on, you're not aligned right now. Go <laughs> right. Fix I, I got, I got to go do it. And so when I think about this, like I spent the majority in our relationship has been Rocky, but she has stood for me and we will be together forever because of loyalty, our loyalty over overseas, everything. And in, and in the beginning though, it's like mm -hmm. I spent, and even in my life coming out of the military, not doing that work, not healing my wounds, thinking that mm -hmm. I could just read a book and feel better witnessing Fuck like 30 that. deaths mm -hmm. and, you know, killing people and attempting things and doing these things. And it's like, Oh yeah, I'm good. I spent most of my life in narcissistic sociopathic tendencies of projecting on other people. Mm -hmm. And now I realize that my job every day is to shut my fucking mouth and lead by example. Well, well exactly. Cause here was a, here's the thing. And I'll let Wes chime in on this. Cause there's so much there. And thank you so much for, you know, being so open to share on this topic because a lot of people aren't man enough yeah. and vulnerable enough to share this. And I'm really excited about kind of dissecting this and navigating through this episode for the listeners. We'll try at least West, right? For yeah. people to understand. Cause that was some very powerful shit. And I haven't heard another other man communicate it to another man other than me communicating it to Wes and Wes communicating it back to me. So that's really exciting right now. So that's the only, the only people on the planet I've ever seen do this are the ones right here. Right. So actually, you know, so this is great. The, let's go into that narcissistic type of behavior. Okay. Yeah. So here's a, here's the thing. And then I want everyone to fucking pay attention. Okay. That 
shit is only because you're dealing with stuff. Everyone in this planet has narcissistic behavior. Everyone, because hurt people hurt people, heal people, inspire people, and, and lift them up. I have never met a successful person on this planet, okay, that wasn't a lot. They're, they're giving out that frequency that we give that hurts people. That's so fucking important for people to understand because I, that raging wars inside of ourselves when we get out of the military, right? It's mm -hmm. what we tend to do. And we think, we go, oh, so he came back and he's all fucked up. Yeah, no, we're just, un, we're just scrambled. We don't know what, what's going on. And we're trying to adjust back to the real world that we didn't want to fucking be in, in the first place because we fucking ran away from that shit when we graduated high school. I went to the military at 17, man. Me too. I didn't Me know too. what the fuck I was doing. Yep. You know, so my sister passed away when I was 15 and that pushed me into the military. I was running away. I didn't know at the time, but I ran away. Yeah. I was running away from pain, Yeah, but you got to fucking face that shit. Like my sister breathing through tubes her whole fucking life and me watching that. No excuse not to be great. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Can you shine a light on that competitive advantage and totally. then also with the hurt people, hurt people type of stuff. And then you totally. heal people, lift, uplift yeah, people. And, and like, you're going to hear it in my voice. I'm shaky right now. I'm emotional. Like the pain doesn't go away. The pain is a gift because it allows you to feel the inverse of it. Right. That's oh, where polarity God. comes from. And yeah. so, yeah, like really, why was I exhibiting narcissistic tendencies? Because I was afraid to fucking feel yeah. because if I felt it means that what I believe to be true might not be true. And then I didn't have an identity anymore because then I couldn't control what was coming in my life, which meant I had to live in ambiguity and uncertainty and unsafety and actually yes, surrender yes, yes. and trust. Right. And so, yeah, when we, when we think about this, hurt people do hurt people, not because they want to hurt people because they're screaming for fucking help and yes. don't know how to process or we don't quite frankly live in a world that screams like yeah be authentic be loving be compassionate it's like man the fuck up like i hate man up like why should i teach my son to man up how about i teach my son to fucking cry and express his emotions and lead Boom. by example right like why Boom. do i have to tell a woman like oh you should cry more or how about i just fucking accept everybody for who they are and in their exactly. journey and so when we think about this like the world that we live in right now, people are fighting hurt with hurt and expecting darkness to extinguish darkness. And it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you have impossible. to be the light. But I also want to demystify this, that when you make it, quote unquote, or you're successful, you are not pain free. You are awareness. You are living in awareness of what it is there. You mm -hmm. still experience pain, but you look at it differently. You're like, wow, I feel that. I see that. Where'd that come from? And then you make a choice with it because I had this realization last week. I sit here and realize that there's parts of my day that I fall back into disconnection and back into pain and back into, you know, the grind and back into like justifications and things like that. And the moments are temporary, but what I'm really falling into is disconnection of feelings. But then I wonder why I can't experience the love of my wife or the love of my children. Oh my God, it's beautiful. And so I've had to come to the realization that that pain is a gift because yeah. that polarity is what allows me to feel the love of my child. And quite frankly, why have I not allowed myself to feel it? Because just like when I was born, I'm still afraid of losing everything. I still have a fear that I'm not good enough. I still have a fear people are going to leave me. And brother, and brother, brother, I love you for this, man, because I, that, that pain is never going to go away because that's the whole thing. That's what I ran away from my whole fucking life. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, not, not on purpose, 
No, no. It's indirectly. I didn't know how to fucking deal with it. And that avoidance of my pain of my sister dying. When she died, I fucking, it destroyed me inside. Mm -hmm. It fucking shook me to the core. And watching you go through it and being vulnerable enough to go through it right now and being, and getting to them, I'm getting emotional fucking talking about it because, and once I made that fucking shift, I became unstoppable. Like the last six months of my life, Wes will will tell you, prove it. I'm unfucking stoppable. There's nothing on this planet. There's nothing out external can ever fuck with me. I'm, I'm, my frequency is just too fucking high right now. And you here's what I learned. There, here's right? what I learned. All I was doing was making the story true. Um, yeah. So I look okay. at it right now and like this week, I've experienced so much joy and love with my son. And now I'm away from my family for three days and driving home away from them. I was heartbroken, right? Like heartbroken. Right, right. right. And I was like, yeah, but this is the path. Like I have to be this. I can't be codependent on my child, but I'm glad that I feel this way because when I see his cute little ass in three days, I'm going to squeeze him so fucking tight and realize what a gift that that is in that moment that I get to experience fully. Not half in, not part of it. Not like, let me check a box and be a father, but like, let me fucking feel that love of my wife and my son that I deserve so that I can give it to the world. And that you also it. means- You do deserve it. You do deserve it. And that also means being in these moments and realizing that it's a fucking choice to have these feelings and it's a gift to feel this way and to be on this path. Because what's the other option? Plugging into the matrix and living disconnected and numb with no purpose every day? Fuck no. Me, it's living Fuck in me. the moment and fucking owning our stories and Fuck owning you, our cry, life. Man. And being okay. okay to just fucking stand here and be like, fuck, I love people. And you know what? There's times that I might not express it because I'm hurt and I'm yeah. learning how to communicate my hurt. And in this that, process, that, say that again, say that again, learning how to communicate your hurt. Yeah. Learning that, how to communicate my hurt. And, 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 get, that's the and, and like, thing. And, 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 and notice how I said, I'm not like, I'm not saying I am depressed or I am pain. That's not who I am. I am a beautiful, loving, connected, trusting man. I experience pain. I experience hurt. I experience fear, just like I experience happiness yes. and joy and clarity. And that's the modulation of the human experience, right? Like you go study the greats. You study stoicism. You study consciousness. You study An- Earnhardt Wehrhardt, the guy who basically yeah, created yeah, yeah, yeah. personal development. What you're going to find is that we try to control and protect our environment to mitigate pain. Yes. But in return, we end up creating it with disconnection. Yeah, and more we don't want to, we don't want to do it. It's like holding an eggshell, you know, yes. holding an egg too tight. But, yes. we, we, it's, but until you get, until you become whole and, and, and vulnerable enough and it takes a lot of courage to fucking talk about this shit or even un- fucking understand it on that type of emotional intelligence yep. level. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what the fuck? I mean, and that's, and that's what this is where I feel like with people that don't have an opportunity that we have mm-hmm. that we're able to share our stories and, and similar and obviously tra- different traumatic experience, but it doesn't mean it's better or worse for everybody else. It doesn't mean because you, you don't want to have to fucking feel that shit, man. Totally. You see what I'm saying? Totally. Like, whatever that fucking pain is, that pain threshold, whatever it is for you, it until you're able to develop enough emotional intelligence and, and be okay as saying I failed. Mm-hmm. Here's what I've done in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And I figured to go back in and real, you know how fucking difficult that was. Totally. The fucking, I mean, that's what people don't understand. How difficult was that time where you had to fucking go realign all this shit? I'm in the middle of it right now, but the way that I say it, like it's not even failure. The only time there's failures, if you fucking quit, 
Like, Damn. and the way that I see this, if you are breathing, yeah. living, right. and listening right now, you, another shot. you, another you have shot. zero failure in your entire being, right? We, we go to failure. We go to not good enough to justify us staying stuck in this shit because yeah. we also realize that in a moment's notice, we can feel better. Right. But we don't want to because then we aren't as comfortable. This is predictable. Pain is fucking predictable. Yeah. Uncertainty is predictable. That's why we go to certain things. We're like, oh, I'm going to choose to sit on the couch. I'm going to yeah. choose to disconnect because we actually find comfort and safety in that level. And you know what? Happiness, joy, and growth is very fucking unpredictable. Yeah, and it very much. It so. us. It, oh, it requires faith, right. whatever that looks like for you, whether it's faith in yourself, faith in spirituality, faith in something bigger than you. Right. And it's scary as shit sometimes, like not knowing. Like, and, and here's the truth. We don't fucking know what's going to happen tomorrow. We no. don't. Like I could die in the middle of this podcast right now. And all I'm left with is the last words that came out of my mouth that you heard on who I am in this moment. And so I choose to rip it fucking apart and be as authentic as possible because 100%. it really, really is freedom. When you own your story, beautiful. You, you can't. You can't. And listen. I have fears. I've made mistakes. There are so many things in my life that if I could go back, I would, I would take back. Like I've hurt people. I've hurt right. people. Right. right. Yeah. And so, I right. did the yeah. best I could in that moment. And now I get to spend my life healing people by healing myself, not by healing people. And that's, like, that's your saving grace. Work. You understand that's that, right? It. That's it. That's it. And I that's, get it. That, that, that's your saving grace. And that's, that's going to outweigh the bad. Totally. And, Totally. And so like when I think about what we do every day and like the biggest problems I see in the world is everybody's too fucking busy standing on their platforms, pontificating to other people right. how they should lead themselves. Because if you want to deepen your service, you have to deepen your practice. Yep. You want to deepen your impact. You have to deepen yourself. Like leadership doesn't happen with your fucking mouth. Never. It happens it by, it's always by in silence. It's always yeah. an example. Always. Every time. Wes, make a little bit. I, I know there's yeah. a lot in, in George. I fucking love you, man. Like this is, I, I love you because I, I know that I can feel myself in that pain with you. Yeah. And not just that, because I know we went through similar shit and similar, like really fucking similar, but that's what makes us powerful. So Wes, I mean, I, I can keep going for hours on this topic, but no, Wes, can shine a light on this, please. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and th this, this is quickly turning into one of the most powerful uh, episodes we've ever had here because the, the, the level of vulnerability is so appreciated. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, it definitely needs to be said there. So, so first of all, thank you, George. Uh, one thing for the listeners, I really, really think they're probably asking themselves in this moment, what did, what did your journey look like? And what does your journey look like? Oh, I should say such a good question to, to be able to get to where you are now. And even just because, you know, in my mind, you've already won yeah. because you have, you have the mentality, you have the understanding, you have the awareness. Yeah. And so how, how do you help someone get there? Yeah. So, so let me just tell everybody, don't take the path I took. Cause I'm a stubborn motherfucker. <laughs> I made it as hard as possible. And I bet you knowing Chris a little bit, he's just like me, the average person, it would hurt to three and they'd get awareness. We need like 30 for us yeah. to shift. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to be like on death's door for me to have that awakening. I mean, I'm in a verge of no longer everything just in life, just making sense anymore. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and that's who I used to be. So the, the journey through the process was a whole lot of like traditional therapy in the beginning, right? It was cognitive behavioral therapy, cognitive processing yeah. therapy, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And then that got me to a point of awareness. EMDR was pretty big for me. Yeah. Um, but 
I still struggled. And then I did MDMA assisted psychotherapy. And in one session, my PTSD was gone. My nightmares were gone. Yeah. And then I realized after that, it opened up a door into other modalities for me, like breath work, cold therapy, meditation, plant medicine, mm. things like that. And I've been through all of them. I've done many ayahuasca drinks, done all of it. And I'm going to sit here and tell you that I needed none of them because on this side of it, I realized they were all just different tools to the same destination. And mm -hmm. so for me, the first thing, the first thing that everybody must do is you have to forgive yourself. If you have an ounce of fault, blame, guilt, or shame in your, Everything. you are just setting yourself up to fail all day. And that's living in the past or in fear of the future. And so it took me 33 years to forgive myself, 33 years to be in this moment to be like, wow, I did make those decisions. I did do that in combat. I did do that to that person. And I'm so sorry, but it doesn't mean I'm convicted to a life sentence of that. It doesn't mean that that's who I am. Those were it passes it define you, man. It doesn't define you. Every were, if you if people are listening to this, and I want to shine a light just on this one little piece. Please. Every second it passes is an opportunity for you it can change everything. You admit your shit, own it, forgive yourself. And I'm not talking about say, oh, I forgive myself. You got to feel that emotion. Totally. And, and let go of the fact that like, you think it's overnight, like you have a human, yeah. it took, it took 20 years to get to this point of pain and feelings. It's going to take yeah. some time to get to the point where I get here. Right. But like, I break it down into four A's it's awareness, acceptance, action, and accountability are like wow. basically the way that I look at it. Right. So once you become aware of your problem, well now if you make it again, it's not a mistake, it's a choice. Yep. And so when you live there, then you move into acceptance. And that's the hardest step most of the time for me, <laughs> or it used to be, it's not anymore. But once you get aware, you now have a starting line in your life, right? A lot of people put the destination in their GPS and hit go, but it has no frame of reference to get there because there's no starting point. So that's where the cycle comes from, right? So you get yep. aware. That's your starting line. Then you accept that that's where you are, right? Like that's the race that you're in right now. And then right. your action is a 180 in the opposite direction, just step by step. And accountability is having people in your life, not people in your life that let make your fucking story right. Like if you have those people like, oh, it's okay, you're an asshole. Get them the fuck out. Get them right. out. It's yeah. not okay. And like, tell them right. that. Like, no, it's not okay. Like, no, it's not okay that I fucking lied to you. It's not okay that I hurt your feelings. Like, right. that's not okay. And when I say sorry, you better sure as shit never say okay because it's not okay. You say, I accept your apology and you're right. Don't fucking do that again. Like, those are the people that you need in your life. Those are the ones that call you up that hold allow you, you to. Yeah, they got to hold you accountable. They and so once you, you once you go through that, right, it's just awareness, acceptance, action, and accountability. But then that's part one. Part two is you got to stop lying to yourself, right? And yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the only word that matters is your word with yourself. And I think about little instances, right? Like think about the amount of times you've come into your house, you've maybe unwrapped a straw for your coffee, you threw it in the trash can and you missed. How many of you have left it on the floor for an hour or two rather than going to pick it up? Right. How or many of you have taken your dirty clothes off? Take an ice cube under the fridge, right? <laughs> How many of us have taken off our dirty clothes and not put it in the hamper, just dropped on the floor, right? Every one of those opportunities is an opportunity for us to honor ourselves with integrity. Yes. And in those moments, for me in general, I chose to dishonor myself the entire time and then wondered why the results in the world were dishonoring me. And I had, there's a, we live in a cause and effect world. Okay. Mm -hmm. And once you come to a realization and, and, and come to terms with that, that every decision and choice and, you know, I don't know, thoughts that you didn't can direct into a positive emotion, then that's an opportunity. Once you come to that fucking realization, it's game over. It's, it's there. Now you're, you're able and capable mm -hmm. can change. Totally. But, 
the right. one thing I'll tell everybody right now is it's not as hard as, as everybody makes it out to be. This is what's amazing. You shifting or me shifting or Chris or Wes shifting from sadness, depression, anxiety, my life isn't working to I'm going to make it different is literally a snap of a fingers because it's it just is. a choice. It's it just a choice. Like nobody right now is sitting on your couch with your phone scrolling through the shitty endless feed of Instagram. Nobody but you. Nobody right. but you. Right. So you are the only one who can be like, screw this, delete the fucking app. But it's that quick. It's just that quick. It's one choice. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to drink water, right? Like you could be overweight. I put on 30 pounds yeah, during it's COVID. About, it's, about, it's about knowing the tool totally. afterwards to do it, to, to actually put it actually it's execution. Well, That's I the think, execution piece. I think the first part is realizing you're the carpenter and you have as many tools as you need. Ah, there we go. Here's, the thing is, yeah. is that it all starts with integrity of self, right? That level of awareness. And like, there's times, right? There's times like last night, I had a really long day, heartful. We're in a pretty tough spot right now and I'm thriving through it. And I was like, man, I just want to numb out on the couch for an hour. And so instead of me just putting my phone down and doing it, I was like, hey, baby, I'm going to go to bed soon. I'm numbing out on the couch for an hour. I just need to unplug. I love you. And so instead of using it as evidence against myself, I used it as a tool, gave myself permission, went through it, watched my favorite show alone, which put me in a positive mindset. I'm like, man. I don't have the mental fortitude to be alone in the wilderness and survive right now. I need to get my ass to bed and wake up early. Like I got work to do. I got shit to do today. Yeah. And then, and then you go, but it's really that simple, right? Just like, it's like, Hey, I'm hot. Great. Take your sweatshirt off. Hey, I'm cold. Put a sweatshirt back on. Hey, I'm thirsty. Drink water. Hey, I'm unhappy. Take a step forward. Hey, I'm overweight. Eat a better meal. Hey, I'm not in good enough shape. Go for a walk. Like it's that simple. And our success is divine is, is, is decided by, not intensity, not intensity, mm-hmm. but intentionality, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. about daily committed practice. It's about going to, you know, micro commitments like James Clear says in Atomic Habits, right? It's not like, hey, I'm going to lose 60 pounds. So all of a sudden you wake up tomorrow and it's gone. It's like, no, what are the things that you can put into practice every single day that are non-negotiables that over time will compound like interest mm-hmm. and you'll end up skyrocketing unstoppable because you stacked everything on top of itself. Right. Right. And, and, and listen, listen, it, I'm not sitting here claiming to have all this figured out. Like I grade myself of zero to woke and woke being a hundred and zero being me or at the beginning, I'm at like seven, right? Like right. I'm at like fucking seven. I got work to do. I talk too damn much. I project too much. I don't read enough. Right? There's right. a lot of things that I don't right. do. And there's days that I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to crush today. Oh, and I like make to do yeah. list of 18 things and I do them all. There's days I wake up with that list of 18 things and I'm like, I don't know how I'm even going to drink water today. Mm. But in those moments, I have to remember that commitment is not a feeling. Commitment right. is not a feeling. Like when I give my word, it's agnostic of feeling. Like if you have children, yes. if you have children and your three-year-old wakes up in the middle of the night puking, you're not going to choose to lay in bed. You don't want to get up. You want to be sleeping, but you get your ass up because you're committed to your child. Exactly. That level of commitment like needs to be ingrained regardless of feeling agnostic of result, agnostic of people feel about you. And only you can define that. Like only I can define my worth. Only I can show what I'm Mm -hmm. valuable, what, what I care about. Right? Like I can sit here all day and tell you how fucking successful I am. No, nobody gives a shit. Right. Or I can just shut my mouth, be heart wide open happy, joyful, and show you what really matters, which is like, I love myself. I love you. Let's get to work and go piece by piece through all of this. Cause all of us are growing. That's why the businesses and all the other shit is, is irrelevant. 
Oh, totally. Okay. They're just, it's, it's they're just mirrors. They're just mirrors, right? Like yeah, right. <laughs> you, you show me somebody with a perfect Instagram and I'll show you somebody with an unhappy life. Game 100%, over. 100%. I, man, this is so good. Wes, shine a light on that, please. <laughs> yeah. Shit. No, I, well, no, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That, yeah. it's, it's, really, it's just being aligned within yourself. Yeah. It's being aligned within yourself. And that's why I love that what you talked about that. And, and I wrote it down, you know, awareness, acceptance, action, and accountability. Mm-hmm. And for anybody listening to this, remember those four things. If you could truly focus yourself on those four things and live your life by that, you, you will see a much better outcome in the mm-hmm. future. That was just beautiful. I don't know how much time you got, George. I know we're going. Right, let's go. Let's go. I got time. I mean, I'm going to keep going, man. I think that if this can reach one suffering soul out there, that just happens to come across this episode, do what George is mentioning, get can realign. And I'm telling you, you will live the most <laughs> joyful life. If you go to your, you get, you can inner peace. Mm-hmm. You can now feel the essence of, of everybody else. Soul. Mm-hmm. And like, and that's, listen, what I'm, that's what I'm feeling right now is your essence of your soul. Chris, I want to nail what you just said, because this is probably, if I had to nail down why I struggled for 34, 35 years, it really boiled down to one thing. I was avoiding being in a relationship with the one person I'm stuck with for the rest of my life, which was me. Right. Everything was about like, oh, my wife's unhappy. Let me go do these things, right? Or my friends are going to think this. Let me show up this way. Or my employees think it should be this way. Let me do it. And it was always out, 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 out. Right. Because I was scared to look in the mirror. Like I was scared to look in it. So instead of looking in the mirror, yeah, I was It's kind of like it. you don't look in the mirror, but you'll peek over, right? Oh, yeah. No, like I'm yeah, aware. Peek over. Like I was, I was aware of the shadows that were lurking, right? But I wasn't aware to dive into them, right? And like right. now I dive into them, right? Like I have to do that work. There, there's, right. there's no choice here, but that's where, that's where the, the benefit is, right? Like we, and, and here's the thing about human beings, like we're the humans, like um, Tom Bill, you talks about this. You just did an interview with Noah Kagan about this, about like the meaning of life, right? Like the reason that we as a society or we as humans are depressed is because we are the creatures that chose growth and chose progress and yet stagnation equals depression and progress equals happiness and so it doesn't matter if your goal is to be blank or be blank or be blank all that matters is that you are making progress every day in my opinion the definition of happiness is a millimeter forward every single day every day oh my god i think that's why joe connected us i really believe this why my dedication to become one percent better every day was to heal myself. Mm-hmm. There was days and times in, in business and now when you get to, you know, you get to a certain level. That's why success is the warmest place can hide because you hit a certain level. Then you start, you, you start pulling back on the, the being so uh, aggressive towards that 1% better every day, right? Yeah. And then you can fucking run back and you run because you're, you know, you, you can give off the illusion and everything is fine. I'm not going to do all the hardship because it's difficult, but I can give off the illusion and, and project out in the world. Hey, everything's beautiful. But that's where disaster is right around the corner. Well, like I went from never consulting to being the highest paid digital marketing consultant in the world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In two years. But why? Not because I wanted to be, because I refused to build myself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I did it for everybody else to collect it's an addiction. that it's I an was addiction. good enough. All you do is just transform that addiction shit. You took that and became obsessive about business. That's all you did. Yeah, but for everybody else is because I didn't want to look in the mirror and realize that I didn't want to put the work in on myself. So I did it for everybody else. Right. And so then I'm like, oh, I'm so mad that I'm sleeping in this bed and I haven't closed a deal in a couple months. I'm like, no, I did this on purpose. I made this bed. How many more times do I have to show myself that I need to make my own damn bed? 
right? Like, and I made it this morning. I actually did get up and make my bed. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. That's part of success though. That's part totally. of what makes us great. You have to, I get up every morning, 4.58, 4.57, 4.44, 4.30. Sometimes I don't go to sleep, but right before <laughs> five o'clock, I wake up. No yep. alarm clock, no bell notification because this does not go in my room. Mm-mm. It does not go in my room Mm-mm. because this thing right here, it will kill me if it's in my room. Mm-hmm. Because On multitudes of levels. This is where I win my biggest battle is at 5 a.m. That's the biggest war. I win every day and I walk out of that sanctuary and go into mind, body, spirit, realignment. And, and that's why I'm giving out the, the energy that I do to people. The people that are coming in my life right now, I'm blessed. I, 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 say, I say thank you for shit that not even fucking say thank you for. I shouldn't, <laughs> but I'm grateful for fucking everything. Even all the stuff that I had to overcome. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all the mistakes that I made. I'm grateful for all the fucking lessons, you know, and looking at life. But when that bad, that battle, is a motherfucker in the morning. And by the time I walk out at 7 a.m., I'm walking into a fucking fight. I'm ready to go to war. Like yeah. it's going, I'm going to rip business up my life. I'm going to rip everything up. Like, nothing can stop me, man. I mean, do similar things like in the morning. Like, can you walk them? Yeah. I assume every daily routine is different for people, but yeah. I think it's important. So, so one of the things that I've realized, and I mean, I've I've had a lot of success and a lot of successful friends and I can directly correlate the amount of success that somebody has, the amount of time they spend alone every day. Yeah. More time alone, more success in every aspect of your life. And so Mm -hmm. when I look back, like I'd say the most successful part of my career was probably 12 months ago. And I was spending the first four hours of every day alone, silence, no phone, no people, no words, no nothing, no music, nothing. I stopped listening to music with lyrics two years ago. Nope. Nothing goes in my brain. Nothing moves my brain. Nothing does anything but my own thoughts and intuition. And so, you know, for me. Because you're not scared to be there. Yeah. Well, and, and really one of two things happens is the illusion. We believe the illusion to be true or we dismantle the illusion and realize right. that it's just been keeping us stuck. Right. And so yeah. for me, I know how easy it is to get like militaristic with discipline, but I yeah. also know that that sets me up to fail because it's transactional in nature. Right. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm, I'm setting myself up to win while also setting myself up to fail at the same point because I'm externally motivated by myself, right? Just hitting the wicket and do it. So for me, it's like I have non-negotiables every day, right? Reading is a non-negotiable. My family yep. time is non-negotiable. Yep. My alone time is a non-negotiable. And so I got a little looser on like what time I wake up in the morning, but I can tell you my level of alignment in my life because I wake up at a different time with no alarm clock depending on how aligned I am in my life. Yeah, like what that, my that's day what I'm saying. night before. That's why I said it, no alarm clock, no, no notification, none needed. It's nope. not needed because you're aligned. Yep. You're, you're projecting, you're putting out such a fucking frequency and vibration in the world. It's, it's fucking powerful and magnetic. Yep. Like, and you're only magnetic to the ones that are on the same fucking frequency and vibration. Yep. yep. That's why, you know, when you, you can identify these motherfuckers without even talking to them. Totally. And like, you know, like Hal Elrod, good friend of mine wrote them, you know, Miracle Morning, amazing stuff. Like yes. I think everybody needs a routine, but more than a routine, it's intentionality. That's all it is. Right. And it doesn't matter where you put it, where it goes in, it has to be intentional, but like perfect example of this morning, like I road tripped like 500 miles yesterday. I was working for like 14 hours and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bed at 10. I just want to catch up on my sleep. I set my alarm for 645, right? Nope. 5am. I was wide awake. I was like, let's go. I was like, well, I know what today is like. Today is aligned. Like I am, I am up. I am ready. Let's go. And here we go. And so it's about that intentionality. Like today, I'm like, what am I going to do to move my life forward? I'm like, oh, I'm going to meal prep today, 
right? I'm going to do that today. I'm going to read for 10 minutes. I'm going to journal. I got journal a plan. I got a plan for a plan, bro. About what's getting yeah. in my way. And then like I set myself up to win too. Cause the biggest mistake I made is that I would set myself up to fail every day, right? Cause I'd whip out a piece of paper and I would measure the success of my day of everything outside of myself. How many emails I wrote, how many ads I did, how many sales I made. And so now my measuring stick is easy. Did I send my wife and kids a video that told them I love them? Did I make somebody feel good today? And did I fill my own tank? And anything past that point is a bonus. And it's the only way. And it's the only way because the truth is, is that we are not robots. We are not machines. We have to experience modulation. We have to experience polarity. We have to experience emotion. And so like I looked at it the other day and I messaged my team. They're like, hey man, we just need one podcast. And I'm like, that's fine, bro. That's all I'm doing today, right? And he's like, got it, love it. And my team's amazing. We communicate like that. Well, I did that one because I set myself up to win. And then six hours later, I sent him seven episodes. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I just kept <laughs> felt like going. Like I just kept right. going. Right. And then there's other days where he's like, I need three. I'm like, I can give you one. I deliver one. I respect myself, my intuition, that guidance. Yeah. I go fill that tank. And then I make sure that I'm ready to go. And Jeff Spencer, who is one of my dear friends, he's a mindset coach. He's responsible for a hundred plus gold medals at the Olympics. Right. Yeah. I know. He's, been, yeah. he's been to the Olympics, but Jeff tells me every time, He's like, the reason Olympians are great is they only perform at 100% once every four years. Yep. They train to 70%. Too much, too much in the line. There's too much on the line. 70% every single day so they can keep training and keep training and keep training. And so you have to make sure that we're playing the long game. Like this is the long game, right? And when you play that way, you're like, oh, yeah, I could get all this done today. I'm like, yeah, but then you can't get anything done tomorrow. No, exactly. Day. Yeah. Or you can, and then you end I, up presenting I your with that. life. I struggle with that sometimes when I compromised my quality of life to get to a, you know, a goal at the end, or maybe a, just a, not even a goal, just a target I'm trying to hit. Because yeah. once I hit that target, and that's what you're, what you're doing is scary, scary, because if you don't hit it, it's like, oh, I'll give myself to next week. And then what you're doing is you don't realize that you're telling your brain, it's okay. Yep. And, you go, and, it, and then next thing you know, you're like, okay, well, I can do this every once in a while, compromise that. Now it's a non-fucking negotiable. Well, you'll like, get this, ready? This is my best military reference for this. If you're shooting in marksmanship and you stare at the target, what happens? You can't fucking hit that motherfucker. You can't hit the target. <laughs> you, can't, right? you can't hit it. You if, can't you hit stare, it. if you stare, and everybody listening, if you're not familiar with marksmanship, when you're using the sights on a weapon, the right. target has to be blurry for you to hit it. You have to rely on only you, your sights. Your, right. Think about pilots that fly at night. The pilots look at the runway or the pilots look at the controls and the instruments, right? right. right. We right. in life live in this society perpetuates like set your target, focus on your target, hit your target. But the truth uh-huh. is, is that you can't. You have to focus on what you can control. It's like literally it's putting yourself in matrix yep. and you're going so slow. Everything else is moving so fast but outside. But I am moving. I can. I can. It's moving so slow for me. Like, I just called. Like, what's that movie? Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin. Oh, Coster. for love of the game with Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was that. But he cleared a mechanism and he clears it. He's a pitcher. And he, everything just fucking stops. Yeah. He slows down. But I'm not looking. He's not looking at that target. What he's doing, he's slowing everything down so he's able to hit that target. You know well, what I mean? when, so, we, when we look at it, like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. What we'll go to is like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and do this 90 minute workout today. I'm like, or in that moment, just drink water and plan your meals. Rely right, on exactly. what you have. Iterate and iterate and iterate and iterate. Like it's all a step forward. And like, like, let me, let me say this again, because like, I want to be crystal clear. Like I ain't got this game figured out. I'm just playing it with you. And like, that's playing, the mark of this playing game. infinite game. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's we're what it is. Infinite game. People, you can't play a finite game 
to this. It's not a one size fits all solution. And the solution is not going to be the same every day. It changes. That's why that realignment happens at five fucking AM. Yeah. Non-negotiable, motherfucker. That's non-negotiable. That guess what happens if I don't do it? I'm fucked that day. Yeah. Because I might be okay. I'll get through my day and I'll 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 still what I do because I'm I'm that's what I do, right? Yeah. I've done it for so fucking long. It's just repetition. It's true. Oh, and, right? and I'm going to say this, Chris, because people are oh, getting up at 5 a.m. Like I do it too, right? I'd say there's most, I'd say 60, 40, 60% of the time when I get up at 5 a.m., my day normally starts with tears, not, not determination. It has not to, like, it has to not start like, with tears. I'm, not like I'm on fire. I wake up. I'm like, why the fuck no, am I doing this? It's I like just want to get happiness fucking feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's like I put shit out in the universe that I probably shouldn't say out loud and say thank you for because I know it's coming my way. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking it's, know it's coming. And so like when I, when I think about this, like you talked about, like I'm excited when we give ourselves, you know, these things and we create excuses, like we're developing neural pathways in our brain that are yeah. training us on how to show up. Right. Cause like we, the results we create in our life aren't from our conscious actions. They're from our subconscious programming. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And every opportunity we are either programming or deprogramming, deprogramming. our subconscious. And our levels of awareness and work deprogram our subconscious of the belief systems that have been driving our life and reprogram it with positive neural pathways. Like when I get up at 5 a.m., it is associated with this and this and this. And then after an amount of time, every time I express those emotions, I feel happy. So then eventually it's just happy. And then when I do this, I create this. And so everything we do in our life is either training us to either be better at what we're doing and getting there or regressing away from it, right? And it's really yeah. simple. We're either living or dying. Like that's right, it's it. that 1%. That's that 1% better every day. Every it's day. It's not negotiable. Every day. If I don't do it, I don't, I, it's, I'm actually setting myself up to really hurt myself. And I said, you know, I said hurt myself. Yeah. There's no, but nothing, there's no unmoving part. There's a cause and effect world. I only hurt myself and I only lose to myself. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that's the whole thing. When we're playing an infinite game, that infinite game, I'm always good. When all I have the resources available, I'm going to fucking win. As long as I get the air in my lungs. And that's the, that mentality. Oh my God. I, there's nothing in this world that I can't accomplish. I, I, as I really believe if no one, I walk out my room and said, some days I'm such a fucking fire and it's sad because there's no one in the world up in the U S to let me experience the shit. Like, cause I'm in the UK, but I'm like, so, so fucking fire. It's like, if I could, there's probably an aura around me walking out that fucking room. Sometimes that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. because it's like magnetic energy is just blowing out of me. I was like, I can accomplish anything. And I, and I wish a motherfucker would stand in front of me and tell me he's going to get in the way of my goal or my target, what I got to accomplish. Nothing's going to stand in front of me that day. Nothing. You don't have it. That's why people that aren't projecting that fucking frequency and coming from within, they don't fuck with us. They can't. And, it, and this doesn't just happen for women. I mean, men, women are fucking powerful, man. They're powerful. It just, just happens for it is all walks of life. Just take a second and say, I need, I need a better life. Yeah. I want a better life. I, don't, I deserve more. Mm -hmm. I deserve more. And you do. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's about wanting a better life because need implies broken. Like we don't need anything. Like we need, no, we, we need, need ourselves. We need all of it. Yeah. But it really like, you, you can't get somewhere else until you accept where you are. Right. Like, and I look at it, like, I, I, like, quite frankly, like I went from like a very liquid millionaire six months ago to like, how am I going to pay off this credit card this month? in like five months, it's coming, it's coming back, bro. You just keep putting it in the oh, work. Oh, I, I, well, no, I know it is like, I'm, I'm grounded. I'm clear. Like I'm ready to go, but I Don't also worry about realize, that shit. 
Yeah. But I look at it and I'm like, and also I made this bed. There were systematic things that were in place that weren't solved. And now I have awareness of it. And in this right. moment, it's not like, oh, I failed or, oh, I'm bad. I'm like, wow, this isn't what I expected. All right. Yeah. What got me here? Like, where am I right now? Like, mm -hmm. where am I actually standing? Where's my team? Where's my family? Mm -hmm. Where's my business? Where are our products? Where, where's all of it? And when I have an accurate understanding, I have every ingredient required, but you can't make a recipe if you're missing ingredients. It's mm -hmm. impossible, right? So you have to be aware of all of it. So then you know when you start making progress forward, like what right. ingredient to use, when to use it, what order to use it mm -hmm. in, and then not get quite frankly smacked in the fucking mouth when you're like, right. I'm grateful for you getting punched in the face that day. I'm like, okay, the universe is letting me know now I'm fucking close to yep. winning, like really fucking winning. Yep. I'm fucking really close now. That's like the indication. We were just talking about that, but it's an indication universe telling me He's, you're that close. Yep. That's what it is. You're that fucking close, man. Mm -hmm. Chris, you're that close. George, you're that close. Wes, you're that close, bro. This, here's the thing, though. Most people lay the fuck down. I'm not going to lay down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get the back up as soon as possible. Sometimes I don't hit the ground. You know what I mean? I get nailed, and I'm like, oh, shit. I don't I even think about the feeling of emotion, and I say, thank you for punching me in the face today, and then I find a solution. Mm -hmm. Quick. You don't even realize, I mean, all the emotions and all the things, it doesn't matter. It's a cause and effect world. It's, it's we subconsciously or consciously, we make over 40,000 decisions every fucking day. Mm -hmm. But those decisions and choices add the fuck up, man. Mm -hmm. What I it, think is amazing about all this, and Chris, we, we've talked about this, but like just to give somebody a factual statement on like what this means, like we talked about earlier when Wes said like, how do you, how do you get out of this? If somebody's struggling or if you sit next to somebody who's sad and, and they're expressing emotions, right? like what is it? This was probably one of the biggest breakthroughs of my life and understanding the human brain that 80% yeah. of memory is made up and only 20% is accurate. <laughs> the rest of it is your brain connecting yeah. neural pathways to try to tell a story or construct a, a, a I'll change the narrative. Yeah. to create a memory. And so when I started to realize that, I realized that there was something in my body I couldn't trust what was my head. And the things that I could trust was my heart and my gut, yeah. right? That's intuition. That's, that's trust. That's like self-feeling. And normally, if my heart and my belly are aligned, my head jumps in, right? But if I'm yeah. up here, everything oh, is fucked up. Yeah. And so listen, like, look at your brain. Like, it's the dumbest Hollywood movie you've ever seen. Like, just call it a Hollywood movie. Be like, that's probably not true. That's probably not true. That's pr you start questioning the narrative. And like, then you get, start questioning get everything. Get rid of it. Yeah. Just get yeah. rid of it, right? Like, I mean, it's you just look, you're looking at it right now with the, and I, well, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but you're looking at it right now with the media manipulation of obviously what's happening and where, where the channels and the, you know, the stories are coming from, and it's all fucking horseshit and bullshit. There's yeah, a totally. lot of things going on in this world right now that I don't really want to go down this rabbit hole with. But we, we, <laughs> and you, know and you mean? remember, but I'm willing to, but you I'm just the, telling the, you, the four understand A's. the fuck's really happening. Yeah, the four A's are so important because when you think about accountability, when I say this, right? Because like right. right now, I could tell you this right now, before this call, before this podcast, I could have been sitting here like, oh, I'm such a failure, right? Like all the things that we tell ourselves, right? And Ooh, then shit, I yeah. could say nothing and be like, hey, Chris, I have a question, man. I have a question. You know me. Like, how do you think I'm doing in the world, right? And the moment something comes out of your mouth, it's almost like a smack in the mouth. Like what? Like it's what? almost unbelievable, right? And that's how bullshit our brain is. And so if you're ever wondering, I'm telling mm -hmm. you right now, the biggest enemy 
that you have in your life is believing what is true in your brain and allowing it to be there for more than 60 seconds. So here's what I do. And this is a tangible tool. There are days that I wake up that I feel bad for myself. So I open my phone, I set a timer for 60 seconds and I say, I'm allowed to feel bad about myself for 60 seconds. And I'm like, you're such a failure. Boom, boom, boom. I'll talk it out loud. I'll write it down. And then the moment that timer goes off, I'm done and I have to be done. And most of the time, 90% of the time, the feeling's gone. I'm happy. I'm like, God, I'm an idiot. I can't believe I said any of that stuff. I love myself. Let's go. And the times that I can't, that's when I lean into my wife or to my friends or to my business. You need a positive outlet. You got to have a positive outlet. I'm, I'm you don't struggling have that, today. Right. And then like, and then like literally one of my business partners, he's, he's Australian. He likes dropping the C word. And he's like, you're just being a dumb C word again. Boom. Well, and well, like get out of it. Right. But like the worst place that we can stay is where we are. Yeah. And so are you, don't you think, don't you think it's kind of ironic? You didn't know that about me. Right. Before no. we got on here. I mean, it's kind of, you think it's kind of, you think it's an accident? No. No, no, there are no accidents. That's called alignment. No, nah, it's yeah. No, there's no fucking everything's everything in this world is pre-written. There's a lot of different there's a lot of different endings and and middle pieces and they keep moving for you. Yep. Everything in life is pre-written. If you're on the right fucking frequency and you're doing the right things morally and ethically and you're doing it in a way to try to help people in the world, it's not about the dollar amount for me. It's about how I'm going to feel. I want to feel joy in life and laugh at the stupid shit that and, and cry at the stupid shit that I want to cry to that I've been told my whole fucking life, don't be a fucking pussy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's not my dad's fault. It's not my, it's not my grandfather's fault. My grand, I grew up in an old generation. Like I grew up right next door to my grandfather was a lot older than normal. You know what I mean? Parents and grandparents. I was blessed, but we were taught in a very young age, you can't fucking show emotion, especially to a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And you said something earlier when you were, you were talking about women, like women, I just want to thank you yes. for being the greatest gift on this planet because men are very simple creatures. Yes. And thank you for calling us up, teaching us how to feel, loving, holding space, teaching us how to open our hearts and all of those different things. Beautiful. Like I, I can, I can tell you right now that if it wasn't for women in my life, like I, I would never, ever, ever be here like at, at all whatsoever. Like I am grateful and thankful like every single right. day for the feminine in, well, in such a good way. Right. That's, here's the thing though. The reason why that Lindsay, right? Yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. That's why you have the wife in a relationship you have mm-hmm. is because of that frequency. You know that that's why she stayed and went through all that bullshit. Totally. You know what I mean, totally. Because so she, she you, tells you, me, <laughs> yeah, you know that she's a beautiful soul, man. I know. And, and, and just tell her, I said that I remember when I met her. I would love to meet her one day. Cause I know that take, that's the real warrior in your, in your life. That's, that's yep. your, if you ever lose that as a beacon to your fucking story, you know what I mean? You a fucking shining light. You ever lose that shit. That's where you'll see yourself explode. Totally. It's such a fucking energy. I feel right here with you on the call because I, you know, I know for sure, you know, you never misconstrue or compromise your state of being. That's, and once you realize what that means, mm-hmm. game over. Game over. Yeah. I, um, yeah, my, my wife is, uh, my wife even told me, I, I asked her one day, I said, hey, I was like, you've been doing work for 15 years and you saw this kid come out of the military, like broken, battered, had, had witnessed three of his Marines commit suicide in the past nine months, like witnessed it, had, had seen what I had done, had known was there, known I'd never done work. And she said, I just saw a little boy that was screaming to be loved and waiting to shine his light into the world and oh, I wasn't going to get off of it. And like my wife, my wife is my wife's a ride or die bitch. Like that's, that's it. Like, and she'd love me for saying that. Like, 
that's what it is. And, Loyalty's everything, man. And, Loyalty's uh, everything. And and all of us have those people in our lives. And and what I realized though is that the only reason I can now say that my wife is a gift is because I've accepted that I'm a gift as well. Oh my gosh, yes. And that was probably the biggest distinction that ever took me to understand. My wife never felt appreciated or great or, or gratitude from me because I couldn't actually give it because it was all manipulative, right? I was using the words. I was being the man. I was doing it, right? Checking the yeah. boxes. But Jim, the only ones losing in that situation is you. But you're Totally. Totally. And I just, I'm grateful. The most, that, uh, the most, that, I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Totally. I'm, I'm grateful that she stayed in, but like the adage is true. Like your friendships, your businesses, your relationships, the misconstrued part in the world that like people live in is like, Oh, you complete me. Or it's like, it's 50, 50. No, Fuck it's that. No, you don't. No, no. 100. True love. Together. True love is defined by it. Looking at that frequency and looking at that another individual and let them be as free as possible and just appreciate the fucking light. Mm-hmm appreciate that's true love mm-hmm. because you don't <laughs> yeah. it is not your job to make your wife happy it's not her job to make you that's why she told you to go go deal with your shit go deal with my shit and that that's I why I pe- that's why i picked up on it mm-hmm. because i identified that now in life i wouldn't have picked up on that i wasn't you know what i mean my innermost you know essence of myself right now you see totally. what i'm saying totally you, it's like you got to keep your fi- your finger on the pulse of a sense of belonging, mm-hmm. you know, and, and understand and justify that with, you know, is everybody, are they searching for approval for me? I'm going to fuck people like me. I don't care. Wes and I were talking about this on social media stuff. It's time to like show our personalities completely because I mean, Georgia, you don't really, maybe you don't know this, but I've been behind the scenes for a long time in business. I've done some fucking great things and I'm such a blessed individual with the opportunities I do have, but that I haven't scratched a fucking surface yet. Like it's going to get, it's game fucking time. I got, Wes, I'll tell you, it's going to fucking blow. We're blowing the fuck up and I'm tearing some shit up because Bro, there's nothing. I had this 30 a week ago. Right? I've, right? Been, I've been a personality. I've been on social media. I realized for the last four months, as I was working on myself, I also turned my voice off because I was afraid <clears> to take a stance. And, and, and that's a good thing for me to recognize. <clears throat> I was coming up a level. I was doing more work silently and internally yeah, but, to <clears throat> get to the point where I was like, hey, like before I turn that light in my lighthouse on, I better make shit sure that this shit is built to withstand hurricanes. And right. so started, I, I did a post about my wife the other day on social media on like July 4th. And I was like, hey, this is a warning shot. If you think that this fucking fallacy of social media thinks that you're my friend or you can talk about my family or like you know me, you better watch out. Like everybody better put their fucking foot in their mouth and they get online. Like that's part of the problem here. It's like half the shit we see online, nobody would ever say to anybody face. So much. To, to dissect for our listeners and I, I know that you're probably sitting there going like what the fuck man like like it, there's so much in this power of joy. i appreciate you man i appreciate you, know, you. A gift guys i appreciate you Wes. like dissect some of this yeah no absolutely i don't even know where to start but <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> we've talked about so much here and, and again right. george we, we really appreciate you being on before actually before i go into all of that george really quick where can our listeners find you Oh, yeah. That's a good thing to go. Yeah, the easiest place, mindofgeorge.com. I make it really easy if you have a podcast. Everything I have is on there. Just www.mindofgeorge, M-I-N-D-O-F-G-E-O-R-G-E.com. Links to everywhere. So that's where I spend my time. Uh, I want to get that real quick before I kept going. But guys, for everybody who's, first of all, I mean, the simplest thing enough here is go to mindofgeorge.com and follow them because that's really where you should be. But you know, if, if there was a first step that I would recommend that everybody takes right now, it would be to forgive yourself. Anyway, from the takeaway that we took from this 
is start with forgiving yourself. Second, make sure you go ahead and you follow uh, George because right. everything that he's telling us today, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, I definitely wasn't expecting this coming on right now. And it's just, it's, it's one of those things that makes you go, wow. Right. And when something makes you go, wow, go back and listen to it multiple times and make sure you're following that person. Um, you know, and, and those accountability steps and those four A's, you know, th those are absolutely 100%, you know, so important with the way that you're going to live your life. And if you want to learn a lot more about this, again, follow George at mindofgeorge.com because you need to hear this stuff because this every single day and following George and George's podcast is going to allow you to take the right steps to get to where you want to go. Yeah. And I have a, I have a recommendation. This is interesting. I'm not a big music buff at all. Right. Like I've never been like into music or into music, but music is in like healing my soul. And there's two songs that I recommend that every human being listen to every single morning when they wake up and they're all from the same artist. His name is Satsang S A T S A N G song. Number one is called I am. And song number two is called story of you. And I want everybody listening to this to give yourself the gift of this music because it is very, very powerful. The frequency in which it is created, how it vibrates, the words that are used. I probably in the last six months have listened to those two songs two million times. And mm -hmm. I'm not joking. They're the oh, I have a Spotify playlist that just repeats them over and over. Everything I do listens to them. And, and one of the things, um, like there's a few of them, but one of the things that I am, it says, well, I no longer need validation because my story is long and I'm patient. I know that I have lessons to learn, keep my eyes open each step I earn. And there's a lot of things in there that, you know, there's lies in the facets of everything that we see that's yes. telling us to be scared when all we ever are is free. I'm letting go of the things that don't serve me no more. I'm holy and sacred and righteous and true. And I deserve to be here. And so do you. I want everybody, as you forgive yourself and you play this life, like, create a world that supports you create a container that pulls you up oh, create a container that calls out your light and helps it shine and i'm going to tell you right now if you're listening to music about bitches and hoes like just stay stay stuck if you're surrounding yourself with negativity and you're going out drinking and like you sit there silently as your friends talk shit about people and you don't say anything you're just going backwards like it all starts with intentionality, right? So we are a product of our environment. And I mean that to be true. We can own ourselves and take care of ourselves, but we are human beings. We are tribal creatures that are always going to be influenced by the things that are around us and outside of us. And so make sure that as you're doing this process of forgiving yourself and, and shifting your life, that you're also auditing what's in your life that's either moving you forward or moving right. you backwards because it's going to have the most profound effect. When, when you come into alignment, like Chris will tell you, when you come into alignment and start moving and then the life around you aligns with that vision, well, you're unstoppable. Yeah, and so that was the, that's the piece that mm, everybody needs. Such a beautiful message. You don't have to ask for it any longer. It just comes and it just, and it's not the, you're putting out the frequency and the right things come around the right. I'm talking about the perfect person for that situation or problem. That's what, that's what happens. I mean, you're, it's not, you're, you're getting the elite of joy because you're, you're within your innermost of essence and putting out that fucking vibration and frequency. And what you're doing is like, it's literally, you're putting out that in the universe and it's like going into that other person's energy and you're fucking, you're, now you're, you're stuck on that energy. And all the energy starts, right? And then now, now that, that your energy and my energy, the same vibration and frequency, that's bigger now because it's two. Now it's easier for another fucking energy source and frequency on the same vibration frequency that's living within that innermost of the essence of joy 
in life and really want to believe in that abundant life, now it's easier for them to see that attracted. And then the next thing, another source. And another source. And the next thing you know, you have such a powerful fucking group of people in your life and the right people in your life that's game over. It's game over. This game is called I win. That's what that feels like. George, I love you, man. Thank you. I oh, thank you for the conversation. Thank you for I can't even sweat, by the way. Yeah. Just so everybody knows like how real this is for me. Like I'm wearing a t-shirt in a 68 degree house and I am drenched in sweat from neck to waist right now. Right. It's real and it's supposed to be real. And and I'm gonna invite everybody to feel because I am so grateful to feel today and for all of you and, and actually for both of you and for everybody listening, uh, you all gave yeah. me a gift that I can never give back to you, which is your time. And so mm -hmm. I just wanted to say thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. Um, you're welcome. And I appreciate you too. Yeah. I think it's great. And guys, if you're listening to this, I mean, just ask yourself that tough question and finding that time to invest into yourself and being trying to be alone in your own thoughts for five seconds, 10 seconds. 15 seconds 20, and just keep going up, keep getting just like, that's how much it takes. And then when you start getting a little bit more alone in your own thoughts and being comfortable, being uncomfortable, now you're getting there. And that's the next step every day. That 1% better each and every fucking day. It's been my saving grace in my life. Other than that, keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. I love you all. Take care. Peace out. <laughs>